year what is going on everybody welcome back to another episode of from my experience podcast i'm your host rob i got biff with me Hi guys. Uh, uh, we have a lot to talk about um obviously the first thing that is on our hearts and our minds is the passing of kobe bryant and his daughter Gigi, and the other passengers that were on that helicopter this past sunday it was uh, Kobe, Gigi, another Coach A. I don't want to pronounce his last name incorrectly. His wife, his young daughter, uh, assistant coach for the Mamba Academy, the pilot, of course, and I believe it was another uh, young player and her mother on the helicopter as well. So all our thoughts and prayers, I love and might go to everyone affected by this tragedy. Um, this is what we call, uh, I've just seen it on Twitter, I have to look it up. It's fictive something, but it's basically when you're not related, but you feel as a whole, you feel affected by something. And as a community, as the black community, we are affected. We lost a legend. There's just no way around it. That's exactly what we lost. And that was the MJ of our generation. And to a, little, a lot of young black boys, he was the Mecca. He was what you want it to be. And losing him was like losing a dad, a mentor, a friend, you know, somebody to look up to that you could see in the flesh that's here and now. And to, to lose that is just, it, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. And just the way that he, he went, it, that's what hurts the most. And it's just, it sucks. And from what I'm reading, the, um, the pilot basically kind of went with, I know what I've been doing. I've been flying for this long versus what the air traffic controller was telling him what he should do in his uh, automated system that was on the helicopter. But that's still unclear right now. <clears throat> I'm not sure if that was confirmed or not, but I did read that somewhere. And it's just, just tragedy from the top to the bottom. It hurts. It sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to keep it, you know, closed up as much as I can, keep it keep my composure but it hurt i've cried a couple times it hurts it hurts um the uh the victims sorry um you have john altabelli carrie altabelli and their daughter Alyssa. um sarah chester peyton chester ara zobayan i believe um, is how you pronounce that. And then Christina Mauser and then also Kobe and Gianna. Um, those are all the victims. What Biff says is uh, very true. <clears throat> um, when things like this happens, happen, it reminds me of why I am the way I am as a person. Those of you who know me personally, why I'm so giving, why I'm so caring, why I'm so loving, is because... You just never know. Nobody's invincible. You know, you just never know when your day will come. And I always think about who, what impact am I going to make on the people's lives around me? I don't have to be Superman. I don't have to be super duper millionaire. But what can I do to make someone's life better and easier? Or things that I think about. Um, I'm going to do a little more digging into my heritage because ever since I was younger, my mom actually told me that we're related to the Bryants somewhere down the line. I've never met any of them, um, but I do have family from the Philadelphia area. 
Um, so I'm actually more curious. I should have did some looking beforehand, but I'm like, it kind of sparked that because I'm like, wow, uh, I need to look into that more. Um, his impact will never be forgotten. Uh, what I've learned from him is just to live life, enjoy life. He did everything he did, he did to the absolute maximum. Like, <laughs> that guy, he attacked any and everything to the absolute maximum. Um, there's a lot of Kobe quotes floating around out there. Um, I advise y'all to stop and read quite a few of them. Um, I advise y'all to go and listen to some of the interviews that he has done. Just the way that he spoke life into other people and just talked about enjoying life, taking it one day at a time putting one foot in front of the other and smile um something to that effect you know you can make it through anything which is very 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 true that's something i took from that um we we definitely lost a pillar in the black community in my opinion um you have to understand people like kobe are role models he's like a father figure to kids out there who have no fathers he was literally the only reason I watched basketball. I'm not a big sports person. Yes, I love the Eagles, and I like the Sixers because of Allen Iverson, and I like the Lakers because of Kobe Bryant. And but you know the thing about Kobe, even if you wasn't a Kobe fan, you had to give Kobe respect. You had to, yeah. He commanded like, it. Like I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't become a Kobe fan until maybe late into his career. Because I was so thrown off by his arrogance, but when you understand the work ethic behind it, I started bragging like that too. Like, but I didn't understand at the time because I was younger. Because I grew up with Kobe. That's the thing. I grew up with him, and then now I was like, oh man, I'm glad I got to give him his flowers before you know he passed tragically. But it's like, whew, you know, it's just yeah. If you see the behind the scenes videos, his work ethic, how how hard this man tries and how hard he wants to be involved, and then. Now, you know, it's coming out how much behind the scenes work he does as far as community work, you guys. That was amazing. Yeah, he um yeah. He, he donated so much money and started so much initiatives and had his hand in so many initiatives for little black kids and little Latin kids and little kids of color and at risk kids to get ahead. Like basically you can kind of think of what LeBron was doing on the East Coast, he was doing it over there on the West Coast. Cause, so they're, they're like modeling after each other. If you notice that big brother, little brother thing, they're modeling after each other. And they, they're trying to build it. They were trying to, well, Kobe was trying to build the community up. And like, everybody's like, oh, he's in Calabasas, that, that, and other stuff. Yeah, he lived there because he could afford it. I, I'd be there too if I could afford right. it. Right. <laughs> but I gave back to where I was from. I gave back to those kids that need help. I donated, you know what I'm saying? And it's like he did that without having to be on ESPN saying, hey, look at me. I'm donating this. Or, hey, NBA, come follow me with cameras. I'm doing this. Like, it was so much behind the scenes. It just made me even more proud, even though I hate to hear it post, post-mortem. But... You know, it's just, he was an amazing man, and you, you cannot take that from him. It's just, this, oh, God, it's just, oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like we, we lost we lost a good one, y'all. We lost a good one. Like, I'm so happy I got to witness it during my lifetime, like, staying up till 1 o'clock, betting against my other teammates whether he was going, whether uh, they were going to beat the Kings in the Western Conference Finals. Like, 
stuff like that, like stuff you you know you always remember or getting that ring after Shaq left when him and Shaq stayed into it. You ain't gonna get no ring and he proved him wrong, but Shaq proved him wrong too because they both got one without each other. So it was like, you know, and then to see them come back together and love on each other, and that was my favorite part. Any any beef that Kobe had with anybody, it was all resolved by the time that he passed. That we know of. And that that was beautiful because I've I've not seen anything negative except for certain shit, but uh, I'm not seeing anything negative and you know no naysaying or nothing in this man's death. Like people are very shocked, you know, very upset, you know. So it's just genuine, you know. Rest in peace to all of those that lost their life tragically. Yes, and um, all y'all take a moment if you are a praying person, pray for. His wife Vanessa and his other children that left behind is what three other daughters. Yeah, you know Natalia Capri and the baby uh, Coco. I'm not sure what her name is. I follow Vanessa on Instagram. She locked down her Instagram. She made it private. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I could imagine because I mean yeah. Because not- then and then like and then that's another thing. I mean we're not to you know leave Kobe out, but y'all can y'all have some damn respect. Like right. I just went to go look at her last post just to see what she said. And here come Tamar Braxton ass with heartbreaks up under there. Girl, it's a it's a picture of some she took a picture of some random shit talking about, hey, you know, it's like a little happy pose. Don't mm-hmm. do no ignorant shit like that, y'all. Yes, I understand it's heartbreaking, but if you don't know her personally, you could have sent her a DM. Don't do it under her pictures. Yeah, people like, people are <clears throat> society's just different. I I that's you just threw a, a stone into the ocean like you just it's that's never gonna stop um i think people only realize how to handle things like this and and how to basically address things like this when it happens to them because what you really want you need a minute you know what i'm saying when yeah. i lost my father i needed a minute when i lost my grandmother i needed a minute i couldn't imagine Everywhere I turn, y'all are, you know, posting pictures or sending, like, I, you're reminding me of it every 10 seconds. I haven't had yeah. a chance to breathe yet. And that's why I've chilled. Like, I posted one picture because I was really hurt. Because I'm like, man, like, he literally made me watch basketball. Like, yeah. I bought NBA 2K only because he was on the front cover. I never even played the game. I just <laughs> bought this limited edition because he was on the cover. I found some Kobe Bryant um, gold foil basketball cards on Groupon. I bought them because he was my favorite basketball player. Like, he impacted my life. So I was hurt, and I posted that, but then I chilled because I'm like, you know, for and then for her to find out, because they said the sheriff was pissed because, you know, TMZ reported it. It's like, damn, you can't even let us give us the decent, give them the decency to let us go, you know, to her home. And let her know what happened. Like nobody wants a nobody wants social media to explode with the death yeah, of someone that close to them. Yeah, imagine if you just scrolling and all of a sudden your DMs just start fucking blowing up, blowing up. Oh, oh, what's going on? Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, y'all have to be more sensitive. That is not. The best way to go about that. Yeah, right. and I mean, she just lost not only her husband, the love of her life, she lost her firstborn child. No, that's her second. Natalia's the oldest. Okay. Yeah, in the middle. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so this, she lost a child and a husband in the same day, so I, I yeah. can't even... But then my whole thing is, like, when TMZ first reported it, TMZ didn't say nothing about the baby. So imagine if yeah. being Vanessa and you hear Kobe dead. 
if you know Kobe dead, guess who's automatically dead? Right. Your baby. And what a fucked up way to find out your husband and your baby is gone. And then, and what really fucked me up, whoever is spreading that fake fucking video of that helicopter going into the mountain, first of all, that is just horrible karma for whoever's family that is, whoever, whoever that actually is, because that's not Kobe's helicopter. So you're spreading the fake video and then you're saying it's Kobe. Like, why would you want to inflict more trauma, trauma porn? Like, oh, I don't get it. That just, y'all, I just, I have never in my life, I just don't understand why, why they need to be the first to to report something. I guess, I guess ratings and clicks matter. Like money at the end of the day. It's just, it's really no respect. Because normally most legitimate news sources would wait until it was confirmed by the coroner or the sheriff. Mm Mm-hmm. And I can kind of guarantee everybody was like, everybody's lined up at the finish line and they was trying to wait who was going to say something first before I report anything. And then TMZ was like, shit, fuck it. Hey, you know, da, 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 da. Yeah. And then all hell just broke loose after that. And it was like, whatever you heard, let's just report it. And it was so much bad reporting just because everybody was trying to just be yeah. the first to say some shit. Yep. And that's what pissed me off even more. Y'all killed off Rick, Far- Rick Fox and his daughter. God bless they soul that they're protecting now because y'all done killed their asses off. Y'all done added people. Y'all done subtracted people. Y'all done took Kobe's other children and put them on the helicopter. You know what I'm saying? Y'all done put Vanessa on the helicopter. Like, y'all, will you just hold on a second? But it was just, it was too much chaos. And then finally the sheriff came out and said, you know, gave details of what he expected. I mean, what he, you know, what happened and all that good, all that bad stuff. So. It was yeah. just like it was so much coming in, and it was just so much bad journalism. It was just so much bad, and I was like, and that just goes to like show that journalism used to have used to have some type of ethics or code. But yeah, yeah, they worse than the damn internet. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I'm like, they report some wrong shit and then go back. They rather report some wrong shit and go back and add an asterisk and say, "Oops, my bad. This is that didn't really happen. This is what really happened." They would rather do that shit instead of reporting the shit correctly the first time. Trash. It's very trash. Extremely trash. It's sad. I just pray for everybody. And then to even think, you know what I'm saying, not just Vanessa, but it's like, what if you were the the other couple's other children? You know what I'm saying? You hear Kobe Bryant dead, but it's like, shit, you know, mom and dad said they were flying with Kobe with, you know, such and such to the game today. So, you know, it's like, you know what I'm saying? That just creates so much chaos. And I know they didn't tell them other families as soon as they told Kobe and them families. No, because his name in hell. Everybody knew about him first because it was the headline. Yeah. And then the rest of the people were just sitting around, you know, feeling it. And then, I mean, one person posted, you know, I just lost my wife and daughter in a helicopter crash. Please don't, you know, we please give please respect our peace right now. Like, they, you know, yeah. they didn't want to be flooded with all that stuff. And, you know, that's overwhelming for anybody, y'all. Like, yes, a quote-unquote celebrity is someone who's in the spotlight and there's people all around them and people always reaching out. That doesn't mean that they're used to everyone flooding them with about every little thing. Like, we've talked about this before. Could you imagine if your life was under a microscope and people were DMing you and messaging you and mailing you things 24-7 about every little scrupulous detail about your life? You would That would drive me crazy, you know? So all I can say is I'm praying for the families. I'm praying for those victims. Um I'm not even, I'm not, yeah, I'm not even, I'm kind of going to be off media for a while, like, just 
Because I don't want to hear the stories. I don't really care yeah. about the helicopter and all. Like, I really don't care. Like, it's oh, it's over. It happened. You know what I'm saying? If something becomes yeah. of it, it becomes of it. I'm not going to try to rationalize it or place blame. Like, it's over. Those people lost their lives. So, um, hopefully, those of you <clears throat> out there living life, I'm going to echo a message that a lot of people are saying, which you should do. It shouldn't take unfortunately it shouldn't take a tragedy like this to happen but you know this is why you know people strive to live a different way this is why small grudges beefs whatever you're holding against someone um is let go because what happens if that person is gone you never have a chance to make amends you never have a chance to apologize what if means absolutely nothing that's why i always do the best i can with all of my relationships because I don't ever want to go to sleep at night and wake up the next day and things have changed knowing that I missed out or I didn't mm -hmm. do something or I could have said, you know what I'm saying? I just could have did mm -hmm. something. So I'm going to leave that at that. Biff, you got any more? And if nobody told you they love you, I love you. Biff loves you. What? You are loved. My love beat belongs to... Biff, right. don't Biff. <laughs> Oh, kind of love we talk about not that love not the romantical kind all right so we're gonna move on to the next topic uh biff did you hear diddy's speech to the addressing the grammys i got put I my heard bits and pieces but if i had to compare speeches i would say he was his was the equivalent of tyler the creator speech yeah um diddy basically said you know, Grammys, y'all got 365 days to get this right. Like, where's the diversity? Mm. Where is the diversity? And people have been really scrutinizing. Because I don't even watch the, I don't pay attention to music awards. Because it's just, yeah, it's it's crazy. I was listening to Joe Budden podcast. And he was telling about when he got nominated for Pump It Up. And there's a committee. And, oh, if you perform at this Grammy party, it'll increase your chances. And when he found out how political it was, he was like, yeah. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Like, you want me to kiss ass for so just so I can say that I'm Grammy award winning, which I guess it still holds weight when you were ne negotiating contracts or putting your name on something and you want to whatever, whatever with your career. But I'm like, when you look at the organization now, it is crumbling through sex scandals and <laughs> lawsuits and, <laughs> and lack of diversity. Black people are taking we're taking our power back. Yeah. Like, we are moving the culture forward. Like Diddy said, your children do what we do. They're watching us. They're listening to us. And my thing is this, you know, I wasn't at the Rock Nation brunch. I couldn't make it. But uh, I feel like we have enough people in place where we can start our own shit. Like, there's enough brilliant minds and financially capable brothers and sisters in the entertainment industry to start and create our own shit. If y'all don't want to be diverse, if y'all don't want to update your policies and y'all want to keep us in this bubble and keep doing things this way, um, who'd they have announcing names? They had somebody announcing names. She couldn't even get the names right. Like, it was <laughs> awful, man. It was awful. DJ, you know, called him DJ, DJ Khalid, no, bruh. Yeah, no, that was funny, Bill. That, that was Cher? That was Sharon and Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, Ozzy I Osbourne. I expect Yo. some proper talking Brits to announce those names. Now, how they set that up was <laughs> fucked up. Now, they knew she was going, you know, properize, if I don't even know if that's Fam. a word. <laughs> Fam. Or make no. her shit very Queen English-like. They knew it. It was cute. 
Because she was like, I like that song, but she was knowledgeable about them. That's what I also like. Yo, man. Y'all need to have someone that represents us, represent us. Like, even Charlamagne was like, LL Cool like, J was sitting right there. Like, y'all, y'all, <laughs> like, you gotta, and I, I, you know, this is not a race thing. You're talking about hip hop, and you got an old white lady. Yeah. Like, yeah. if she's white, I don't know if she's of another ethnicity, but come, like, really? Really? Like, but you know what? Ever since that Kevin Hart thing, they've been going down, bro. Yeah, because then, but then, like Tyler said, bruh, just because I'm black, stop labeling that shit urban. And I know an urban yeah. thing, that's just a nice way to say nigga. All it of is. us don't sound alike. She was like, some of us got a pop sound. Put us in the pop category. Yep. Lizzo, perfect example. She shouldn't wear urban nothing. She should beat everybody ass in the pop category. They don't want to put us like there because we'll dominate. We'll dominate. We own, Tyler, we own Tyler music. Then, like Tyler said, yeah, I went for a rap album, but I don't have a rap album. So. We'll what dominate. That's what they're they're afraid. We'll dominate. We push right. the culture forward to a point to where no one's talking about any other genre of music. And it's weird. Yo, I don't know where to go to listen to rock or really, quote unquote, pop. The only thing we don't have is really country. And Lil Nas X kicked that door down. Right. And they did scream. They screamed so hard that shit won country. It took to bring on a country singer to make a fucking song country. And the country singer didn't do nothing but sing a couple words. So what changed right. about the song that all of a sudden made it so country? So I'll 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 end with this note on my my <clears> part. <throat> if you're out there and you're an award show or you're part of an award show writer board member whatever, we're coming. It's uh, what shell. We ain't coming. We're here. We are here. When you turn on TV, you see us. You see our impact. You see the people we inspire. You see the the black beauty all over the place. You see the black power all over the place. You see Tyler Perry opening up his own studio. We are here. So either you gonna open a door, or we gonna op- we gonna build our own facilities, and we will have the keys to that motherfucker. Cause that's what's gonna end up happening. It's a gradual transition, but if you look at how far we've come, it's gonna happen, and no one's gonna watch the other shit. <laughs> No one's gonna watch. They're gonna engage in ours. So, yeah. <clears throat> but then it's like you still gotta support ours. But it's like BET tried, and at one point that was the mecca. But then it's like the white folks took them over. So then it was like, uh. mm-hmm. we gotta find something that mean a lot. But see, this just goes to show that Ari Lennox was fucking crazy when she lost her mind about not getting a Soul Train award. She wanted an award that mattered to her. And that's yep. a black award. And yep. y'all tried to laugh at that girl, but then y'all sitting here screaming this diversity shit at the Grammy. Yep. Gotta get Stop it right. Stop trying to call people. Exactly. I already know what the fuck going on. She won the Soul Train Award. She should have got a Soul Train Award. Mm. Y'all try to sit there and laugh at her somebody it's just a Soul Train Award. But now you sitting here boo-hoo crying because your favorite artist just keep beating out your own favorite artists because ain't no other con- ain't no other category for them to go to currently. Very true. Right. You can't tell somebody <laughs> what means something to them, you know? Right. I, I, I give a fuck less about all of these awards, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I care I about the artists. And, but I understand, you know, you want to be recognized for your work. I would yeah, love uh, I would love yeah. to win a podcast award. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, would I cry over? Probably not. But, um... <laughs> It depends. Now, if I'm voted on by my peers and by the actual fans, that means a lot more to me than a board, (laughs) a board of people who may not even be in tune with what I'm doing. And then they sitting there got you goddamn shucking and diving and get some more votes and shit too at that. Like, the fuck? 
Bro, either you gonna rock on my shit or you ain't. Word. <sighs> All right, y'all. We got three more topics. Um... <laughs> We might get through all of them. We might not, you guys. Nah, they're, it's, they're quick. It's a heavy day. Okay. They're quick. And they're lighting the, lighten the mood. Um, Let's go ahead and talk about Meek Mill and Kenneth Petty. So, <laughs> those of you who don't know, that is... <laughs> Yo, you're... <laughs> Biff, go ahead and introduce this story. I gotta put my meatloaf up. I can't leave my meat okay, out. Okay, we all know who Meek Mill used to date, and we all know who Kenneth, Kenneth Perry... Petty, Petty, which makes the story even funnier. Um, yeah, didn't they see each other? In the, I don't know the full story. I just remember. Yeah, didn't they see each other? What in the airport or is it in a store, a shopping store? Oh, hold on, y'all. Let me put Biff talk about something. Let me put my meatloaf up. It'll take two minutes. Biff, Entertain the people. Jesus, you brought the fucking story up. <clears throat> okay, I'll start. Okay, never mind. I'll just leave it out. Um, so basically Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Perry, Kenneth Petty, who is Nicki Minaj's husband, they all ended up in the same store at the same time. And words were exchanged and Meek was trying to, from what I've heard, Meek was trying to squash whatever beef they may have had. But Kenneth was like, nah, keep that same energy. Now Meek was with 10 people. Um, apparently one of the, one of the parties was like, yo, we need to holla at each other in private the other party was like nah um i did <laughs> so here's the problem <laughs> yo there's this thing there's a generational gap okay kenneth petty's he's older he's 41 meek mill is like 31 so i'm leaning more towards ken's side because i'm gonna i'm the on-site person you know what i'm saying like i don't care if you rap you talking trash about me when i see you that's it the problem is, I heard some lyrics where he sneaked this, where Meek Mill sneaked this him, allegedly saying something about Nicki bringing this other nigga to the award show in bootcut jeans. Like, you talking about this man, right? Um, and also, you said some slick stuff about Nicki. Now, you have since grown and matured, but you never went back to address those things or say anything to those people. So, those people still feel the same way about you because, yes, you may have grown and matured, but in their eyes you did them wrong or whatever so now they they're upset so when we finally see each other which is you know <laughs> that was highly unlikely that's interesting that those people ended up there i had to scratch my head a little bit i was like eh, set up nah maybe not so he wanted to fight meek mill allegedly meek told him i'm a boss allegedly they didn't scrap it got broken up but <sighs> At this point, I don't see what was what would be the point. Like Meek done moved on, he got his new Dual Milano. They got a baby on the way. He didn't start initiatives and stuff after the whole Nipsey yeah. death, and like he didn't grow up. He didn't mature. He done exactly. moved on. Like there's no point. Okay, yeah, I, I made a song <laughs> two years ago, but you made a song too. So like, get over it. But then I mean, I can understand Kenneth Sabe at the same time. I'm like, we all old. We get money. Like. When he said, "Let that's me how I feel you. about it, yo." When I when I heard, "Let me holler at you, man to man," that's when I felt like he could have been like, "All right, what's up?" Like he could have squashed all that shit right there, or if he would have been like, "Look, I ain't gonna fight you right here, but just know I'm a forever not like you." Like I could have dealt with that. Like that would have been cool, but to sit there and then make a scene and do all that, he was just doing that shit for Nikki. I hope they squash it. Um, I really just think it's idiotic unless you are a professional fighter to be in the street yeah. fighting anybody when you're a multi millionaire. 
<laughs> there's a <laughs> lot there. I could think of a million things that you could do with your time that is much better than that. But um, how do you feel about that? Where are you in your life, Biff? Because me, I'm a, you know, and stuff like that, which very seldom has happened in my life. I, I typically let it roll off my shoulder. I'm more so concerned when you're trying to assassinate my character or trying to stop my money from coming in or trying to cause right. harm to me or a loved one. That because Yeah, when it gets that far, then I'm like, okay, yeah. But as far as, like, keeping a beef, I heard what you said in that song two years ago. Like, I seen what you wrote on that Facebook post two years ago. I seen the subliminal post. Like, man, come on. Like, we too old for this shit. Like you said, we yeah. getting, like, we older, man. Like, all this shit going on, I got too much shit to worry about. Other than what was said on the post and what was said a history time ago. Now, if it's some current shit, then yeah, I understand. But if you're sitting there asking me about some shit because it's just been sitting there and somebody needs you to do something about it, like, really? Yeah, that's that's crazy. Y'all in the store that I probably can't even afford to walk into. And y'all sitting there acting a motherfucking fool <laughs> where they already didn't want to let y'all black asses in there to begin with. Just like some niggas. Ooh. I can't stand that shit, boy. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucking hey, don't go nowhere in nobody else's establishment, especially them white folks, and act no damn fool. Yo, you sound like a mother, yo. <laughs> it made me mad, bitch. Like, damn. All these yeah. racial discrimination suits and being followed and goddamn unjust, you know what I'm saying? Trying to say we stealing shit and not being accepted somewhere, and y'all want to come do this shit. Money or not. Yeah. But, you know, you, that's yeah, the. That's waited the... till somebody came outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he's smarter than that. He was just him and Nikki. He said me had like ten niggas with him. Hell no, I ain't taking that L. How you gonna be like, nah, fuck that nigga, let's fight. And it's just you and your girl with no protection. He told him one on one. He asked for the one on one. Damn, bro. But I, I hope that doesn't that. escalate because you know that that dude, <laughs> he's no joke. Uh, allegedly, so he's done things <laughs> <laughs> to people. And you yeah. don't know who Meek knows. Yeah, of course, Meek has reached. You know, just because of who he is, too, and his connections with MMG. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I digress. Y'all, girl, Philly stop is being big petty. too, just like New York. Don't get yeah. it twisted. This is true. This is very true. And a lot of people is on Meek's <laughs> side now that weren't before as mm-hmm. well. All right, y'all. <clears throat> Squash the beef. That's all we got to say. Next. So, we're going to talk about uh, two things that were posted in the Facebook group. And I'm going to go with mine first because I'm selfish. <laughs> the strength of forgiveness. So someone posted, mm. this is, I got to I gotta start prefacing better in the Facebook group too. Because people focus too much on the picture <laughs> and not the situation. Like I be trying to get people to talk about the situation. The picture is just like an aid, you know, like they're a chart, shit. like they're a diagram. They, are they was killing this guy in the picture. I'm like, this might not even be a real guy. Like this is Why just Why would about... you even wear this to the wedding? Like, right. Bro, I'm like, bro, bro that's, not what, <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. So basically, I think I stole this from Lil Duval. So, it's a picture of a guy and a girl. Um, join the Facebook group from my experience podcast on Facebook. Um, it says, she cheated on him while they were together. Got pregnant for someone else. Yet, he still love her and ready to adopt the child as his own. So, it's a picture of them together. He has on a shirt that says, a dad that's going to step. So, from the looks of the picture in that um, <clears throat> uh, caption... She cheated on you, got pregnant, but she 
she got pregnant by the other guy, but you still want her, so y'all stay together. Um, and I okay. said, fellas, would you be able to overcome her betrayal for love? Ladies, if the roles were reversed, how about you? And my sister, Tracy, shout out to Tracy. She says something that's real. Um, a lot of people basically were like, F out of here. But she said, women do it all the time. It's stupid, but they do it. So what's the big deal? That was very shocking to me. <laughs> um, and I do think it's, I think it's a bit different. I think it's different. Um, it's, it's shitty either way. Whether the man does it or the woman does it. Because if a man does it, the woman is not, you know, first of all, the baby is a constant reminder of what had happened. That's number one. But um, number two, if I cheat on my girl, I get another girl pregnant, at least my girl doesn't have to look at that every day. Like, I just have a baby mama on the side. It's there, he, you know, and then you'll see my little man when I have my little man or little little girl when I have my little girl. But if she cheats on me and she gets pregnant, I and I decide to be with her, I'm with you for nine months looking at you carry this baby. Like, it is with us all the time. <laughs> I, that's what I think the difference is. Again, like I said, either way it goes, it's shitty. But I just think it's a little different from that perspective because it's like, yo. But I think you feel a connection to that baby, too. Because it's like, okay, yeah. even though it's not biologically mine, it's that nature. It's that, you know, that nurturing nature feeling like you just yeah. instinctually go into dad mode. That's somebody you with. I just hate how they yo. set that picture up because that's definitely not that scenario. But Yeah, uh, so I'm just, <laughs> I was just, it was just funny looking at Yeah, because I remember comments. seeing that picture somewhere. Uh, that young lady's... Uh, child's father actually passed away oh and he was like the shoulder the friend that turned into i guess lover you know all that good stuff but uh yeah all that happened in the midst of her being pregnant this that and the fourth um man everyone just had i don't even want to read somebody said it's supposed to be viola and fences i ain't see fences denzel cheated in fences don't tell me i don't tell me either (laughs) i gotta watch it now right i think it's on netflix yeah but i just i don't know i think it's I yeah, think so. I gotta agree with your sister, Biff. I just on both sides. I just I think it's more common than we think. That's just because now, because now that we getting older, Biff, and it's like you starting to realize everybody, mom and daddy, ain't everybody, mom and daddy. Yeah, I I it's could see yeah aunties, grandmas. That's I just, not your daddy, mm. but that's who raised me, or no, that's yeah. not really my daddy. But I know him since I can blink. That's my daddy. Yeah. Stuff like that, like. It's a lot of that going on that I didn't realize. Like, yeah. Oh. And I think that those are just, I think that love does exist. Um, I just, you know, I've been cheated on before. So, and I remember how I felt at the moment when I found out because of how much I give and how much, how deep I was into that relationship and how deep I thought we were. I just felt so betrayed that I could not trust that person. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just could not see myself looking at you pregnant and me wanting kids and you got pregnant by somebody else and you're going to keep this kid and then we try to be together and me because if we're going to be together that means honestly one i have to forgive you so that means i can't give you shit about it so now i can't even talk shit so because <laughs> you know when you mad at somebody you want to talk shit sometimes you want right. to be able to talk shit sometimes but if you forgive someone you shouldn't be talking shit um 
But, you know, there's levels to relationships. There's levels to feelings. And, obviously, there could be certain circumstances. Maybe you was cheating, mm-hmm. too. But, like, if you just mm-hmm. straight up... I'm going to speak for me. If you just straight up cheat on me, me me knowing who I am and me being a good man that I am in a relationship, nah, we're done. We're done because I can't trust you. Yeah. And you let this nigga skeet in you. Maybe. Possibly. And that's my other problem, too. I be wanting to know all the... Tell me what happened. What time Why? was it? Damn. What See, time was problem. it? You trying to what time yourself. was it? Why you need to traumatize yourself further? <laughs> That's your damn problem. <laughs> I'll never do that again. <laughs> no, you know what? No, no, no. You know what's funny, Biff? This is what's, This is the funny part. This is the funny part. I'm going to tell you why I do that. Did you suck his dick? <laughs> no, listen. Listen, yo. Real shit. Real shit, right? I'm going to drop some game on y'all. Uh, I'm not going to go into details because I'm over it. But um, when you don't, and this doesn't apply to everyone, but this is just my thinking. When I don't ask for the details, you can give me whatever story you want. You can say what you want, and you can make it look not as bad as it probably was. And honestly, maybe that works because y'all can work through it, and you'll forgive it easier. But... When you get the fucking details, they can't bullshit you anymore. Like, when I got cheated on and I found out everything, I said, oh, nigga, you ain't give a fuck about me. Because I was kind of on the fence because I was in love. But when I found out what actually happened and I looked through a cell phone and saw text messages, I said, oh, no, you didn't give a fuck about me. That's what I needed. I needed it so I could truly move on. Because I had to say to myself, you know what, even if you had second thoughts, remember what this person was like when you weren't around. And I got to see a different side of them I'd never seen before. Now, yes, it was traumatic and all that. But you know what, I got closure and I'm good. I never have, I don't have to wonder anymore. And I asked all the questions and I respect her for answering. But yeah, it was tough. Now, I don't recommend it for everyone. Like, it's not easy to hear it. And that's another thing. You do not need to have, quote unquote, closure from that person for you to have closure to get the fuck on. Sometimes you might not get the answers you want. Most of the time you're not. Most of the time you're not going to get the answers you want. Yeah, most of the time you're not. But I cheated. I looked through that cell phone so they couldn't lie. When they tried to lie, look, I looked through your phone. I saw the text messages. Just tell me what's up. And that's how they drag you down. Biff, I ain't never tell you that story. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. That's another level of love, though. Uh. Moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen, don't have outside babies. Don't cheat. All right. Now, this is a very good one right here. Biff posted a juicy tidbit. So. Oh, the dude that the post came from, he did wind up commenting at the end. Actually, the some of the questions that you had, he answered. Yeah, she said, um, well, he posted, dude, this is alleged, excuse me, my chest, ooh, this is obviously from a woman, dude just told me he trying to get at this, trying to get at this woman that does hair, and her excuse for never going on a date is because she's always booked, I told him to book an appointment, and she, she ain't got no choice but to chill with you, what y'all think, so, a lot of people agreed, (laughs) <laughs> Tommy, shout out to Tommy Tommy says she might not want to go for real for real Even the most booked and busy people Make time for what they want I believe mm-hmm. that that is true 
Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Fiera. She said, I'd be so annoyed with the guy for using my profession as an opportunity to hit on me and also with myself for making up the excuse to begin with instead of just being honest about not being interested. So some people seem to think that he's not interested. Uh, a couple of guys, David and Bradley, uh, David and David, <laughs> both said <laughs> no, they wouldn't do that. <clears throat> um, yeah, a lot of people saying Portia they wouldn't do it. agreed that she liked it because she has yep. she's like a woman with a child, two jobs, and an active LLC. This is kind of energy that I appreciate. Mm-hmm. If he can't come to if oh, if she can't come to him, then he can go to her. That is, of course, if she really is interested. A lot of people don't actually know what booked and busy feels like, so they swear people make time for what they want. But bills don't stop coming in because I want to break. He should make sure he pays for his services, though. And I was like, that was a Oh, good yeah, point. if you book then, an appointment, uh, nigga, you, you paying for some micros. Yeah, the, uh, but even the guy, originally, he said he did leave out that she yep. has a son and that he works, the guy who's interested works at night. So, basically, when she's getting off, <clears> he'd be going in. So, there's some, like, time. He works at night. He said that? It says it's at the end. Bill Hold said he came in and uh, made that. a correction. He works yeah. at... Okay. Okay, my nigga. He works Number at night, so... <laughs> I'm going to let you go first. I can definitely see, yeah, if that's the only way I'm going to get some time with her. I can also see the other side, like, mm, she's really interested. She might have been like, yeah, we could do lunch, or yeah, you can come up here and bring me lunch or some shit. So, I don't know. I get both. I, like I said, I can appreciate it. That's appreciative. I wouldn't do it all the time. With somebody you think you genuinely have a connection with, you just keep missing out on because y'all actually are on two different schedules. Like, if it's always a constant, dang, I keep missing you. Dang, I keep missing you. Or, you know, something like that. But it's like, I really want to see you. I really want to see you. Then, yeah, go ahead, book yourself a, you know, visit. Then I can see that. But if somebody's like, oh, I keep missing you, that's what's up. Don't go book a service. Because then they're going to be even more annoyed. Girl, you know that crazy motherfucker booked a service that came up here? Or, girl, he kept booking a service and I kept canceling it. I kept canceling it. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. But I guess it all depends on your chemistry when you first met that person. <clears throat> I agree with you, Biff. Here's the uh the bigger picture here. Um, all of you need to consider this. You most of us I ain't gonna say most of us. Some of us know what we want from another person in a relationship. Like I know what I want from a woman, I know what I need from a woman. A lot of those things are alike. Some of those things are, some of those, some of those things would be on both lists, and some things will only be on one list. But I know what I want and what I need from a woman. Time is number one. Time when I want to de-stress, when I want to relax, when I want to have sex, when I want to laugh, when I want to chill. I need your, I need you to make time for me. Like I told my girl for now, like even before I moved up here. Yo, I need you to make time for me. We're both moving to new places. We're doing a lot of shit. But I was like, you you have to make time for me. Because my issue in the past was chicks giving me just enough play to make me put in. I was putting in 90% effort. They're putting in 10% effort. I was always meeting them three-fourths of the way instead of them meeting me half the way. And I realized they're not making time for me. They're just adjusting their schedule to fit me in. There's a difference. You know what I'm saying? And... Bruh, if you're really interested in this woman, you're going to have to think about when and how she's going to make, when are y'all going to have time for me for each other? Like, if she's always booked and busy during the day, you're sleeping because you work at night. So when are y'all really going to have time to connect and chill? And she has a child. So when are y'all going to really have time to ch- connect and chill? And furthermore, is that the type of relationship that you want? <laughs> That's the bigger question. Will a woman like that 
be able to provide you with what you want and need. And it might not be right now. And I'm not saying that it's impossible, but that is something that you have to consider going into a relationship because I hate when people get in these relationships looking at someone's life, knowing what it is and expecting them to change overnight and giving them shit about it. That's why people like that, they get so busy. They're like, look, you're going to be like the last one. They say, oh, you're fine. I want to get to know you. I like that you work hard. But then when you in it and realize you see her once a week, twice a week for maybe a couple hours and it gets annoying. And as soon as you hit it with that, babe, you know, you can you can cut back a little bit. You work too much. That's a huge turnoff because like, yo, yeah. you know what time you knew what time it was. Yeah, but then also either that could be a way to either get you started on your journey to pick up where you're going. Like, hey, you need to find some goals and, you know, get some ambition too. Or you might even join her on journey. Or she might be near the end of her journey when she got her process almost figured out, where she got other people running her shit. But it's mm -hmm. just a matter of timing. Like, you never know where you hit her at in the journey. Or she might even appreciate your ass even more and take you along for the ride because you was there from the beginning. I'm going to make sure the wheels fall off this bitch like... <laughs> 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 Biff hit the nail on the head and all that takes is communication, y'all. Right. Is that what you like? But like Biff said, is that what you're looking for? Is that okay? Are you okay dating a single mom? Are you okay dating yep. a busy single mom? Are you okay you know what I'm saying? Is that not what you want? And what do you what are you looking for? Where do you need to go? What do you need to do? Like I'm gonna tell you this. It's not the worst idea to book that appointment, um, and pay for it, obviously, but you gotta be you you gotta make the most out of that shit. <laughs> like that needs to be a great date with a lot of good excellent conversations you got to get right to it unless you want to do it again and again and you paying for these appointments because obviously being a single mom i'm assuming all she does is hair or whatever what was it hair it must be i'm not sure yeah so yeah it does hair and so that's a very tiring thing too yeah you you just better take full advantage of that situation it's not impossible yeah. but you better think about it. It's different jumping into it versus your relationship transitioning into it. But uh, that's it, Biff. We made it through the show. We made it through the show. Um, <clears throat> just had to exhale real quick, y'all. Um, yeah, please. Mental health. Mental health. Mental health. Please take a moment to decompress. Turn your phone off. Not necessarily off, but put your phones, iPads, computers, tablets away for a second and breathe. Take a minute to yourself. Make sure you're okay. And then make sure somebody that you love is okay. Even if it's a, hey, are you doing okay? Just make sure you check on somebody today. And then when you pick your phone back up, go to Instagram, the FME underscore podcast, um, and follow us and tell your friends to follow us. And then go to Facebook and put in From My Experience Podcast and join the Facebook group. And if you have questions or concerns or a topic you want to discuss, you want to come on the show and talk about something, or you have a situation going on in your life and you want some advice, hit us up, from my experience podcast at gmail.com or FME podcast one at gmail.com. We have... Um, a couple of guests booked. We're trying to get the scheduling down packed, but we have some great interviews coming for y'all. I'm super duper excited. And the podcast is continuing to do great things. And I'm learning some new things that we're going to bring to the table for you all. And I'm super excited because it is only January and I see so many more things ahead of us 
and we get to share it with all of you. Thank you to all my friends who are liking and commenting and engaging on the post in the group. I really appreciate it. We're trying to cut down on the doofy-ass bullshit post and put some real situations in there that will make y'all think because that's what it's all about. It's about sharing our experiences. Um, and we want to talk about real situations. Like, the stuff we're talking about is real stuff that can happen to any one of us. And it's kind of like, damn, what would I do? Or what do I think? We love getting other people's perspectives. We're not going to talk about, you know, giraffes going bald and then moving to New Mexico. <laughs> like, we're, we're cutting down on that. <laughs> Alex. Um <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we're cutting down on the propaganda stuff. Man has a baby with five hundred women in one year. Yo, I mean, <laughs> hold on, yo. That one guy. How many kids did he have? I don't motherfucking know. Alex, this is not real. Yeah, it was old. No, that was real. It was old. That dude had like twenty five kids. It was ridiculous. Um, and like six baby mamas. Oh my god, yo, you have no paycheck. like you cannot have a paycheck and also I want to let the people know I don't know if they're familiar or not there's this rumor that goes around that says if you have 10 kids you don't have to pay child support that's a motherfucking lie What? them 10 kids just gonna get $3.33 each you gonna get (laughs) that shit's gonna get docked out your your check so keep on thinking if you heard it make 10 it's gonna stop alright that makes it. First of all, that's ten. That's ten cars. Well, that's ten cars. I got to help people buy. That's ten kids who may potentially go to college. Ten graduations from high school. Ten birthdays a year. Mm-mm-mm-mm. If I'm a if I'm What's an active parent. Oh, holiday? father! Don't get me. No, we only that don't include games. No, I'm gonna put the holidays reciting. in the box. No, I'm putting the holidays in the box. You draw whatever holiday you get. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Daddy, I got National Cheeseburger Day. Oh well, <laughs> don't ask me for nothing at Christmas. Oh, yo, could you imagine having ten kids and then you get them each three Christmas gifts? No one's, ever, no one's ever gonna get what they want. <laughs> you not can't. from you, anyway. Not from you, of course not. Oh my, I don't even want to think about that. Oof. Yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, we out of here. All right, guys. We will catch you next week. So stay you, stay down, stay black, and stay proud. And we'll see you next week. Show somebody some love. Send some light. Peace. Peace.